0: Welcome to MSP Voice, the weekly show for MSPs, by MSPs. Brought to you by CloudBerry, the number one cross-platform cloud backup. Learn more at cloudberrylab.com. This is MSP Voice. Hello and welcome to MSP Voice. This is episode number 51. Uh, today's guest is Corey Kirkendall, a great guest out of the uh, North Dallas Plano area um talks about his work with uh, professional services, you know, engineering, architecture, as well as uh, some nonprofit. Uh, Corey has a has a great background. He came from some of the big technology companies um, and decided to uh, go ahead and branch out on his own and open an MSP. So uh, listen for that at the end. Uh, first up, some housekeeping items. Uh, of course, MSPVoice.com is your source for all things MSP Voice. One thing I did want to point out this week is we have a new series uh, by one of our past guests. So um, Anton Kiorglo, uh, he's with Security First IT. He was a guest of the show back in episode 39. Um, and Anton is writing up a series of posts about HIPAA. Uh, so the first um, in this series is how I decided to do HIPAA in my MSP. So it's a great article. Uh, definitely take a read in uh, Again, this is just kind of, this is the first in a, in a multi-part series. Uh, so expect some new content from Anton um, over the next couple of weeks as we progress forward. Uh, so definitely, definitely check that out. Um, again, follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, and of course, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube, all those those different areas, definitely check us out there. Um, Also on the blog this week, uh, we'll have an update on our survey that we did for MSP Voice, as well as uh, contacting the winners who won the $100 Amazon gift card. So be on the lookout for that if you filled out the survey. All right, so let's talk about some news. Uh, First up is Nexus Tech unveils a nationwide unified managed IT services for SMBs. Uh, So, Next, they've gone out and acquired multiple MSPs, and now they are coast to coast in the United States. Uh, and they've they've rolled out four plans. So there's essential, remote, dedicated, and complete. Uh, so they're, uh, you know, again, it's a, it's another national, um, you know, MSP. So something that you might need to be on the lookout for uh, from a competitive standpoint. Um, you know, I have no idea how good they are, how bad they are. I don't know. I'm making no assumptions on that. Um, but just know that uh, you know there, there are some areas in you know that, that, that maybe see increased competition from some of these nationwide MSPs. Uh, next up is um, a kind of an interesting story. I've talked about this in the past whenever there's a, an acquisition or funding or something like that. Um, but channel ETE e here, they're pointing out you know the MSP MSSP cybersecurity chess match. Um, so it's between Insight Partners and Tama Bravo. Um, and if you, you know, I, I, I know I've discussed these two before. Uh, they're two of the biggest investors in the MSP technology space. Um, if you look at their portfolios, you'll see that, wow, they use, have they own, they control or have invested in a lot of technology that you currently own. Uh, so this article points out the Insight, Insight Partners has invested in Sentinel One, uh, which I know a lot of you out there use, um, you know, but what about, You know, between Insight and Tama Bravo, you know, and looking at what they control, right, Insight has Kaseya, uh, as well as a a huge list of other cybersecurity companies, Tama Bravo, um, you know, of course, has ConnectWise, Barracuda, Continuum, SolarWinds, um, you know, and Sentinel-1 works with all of those platforms uh, or, you know, some of the major platforms. Will that continue going forward or will they put more of a focus on Kaseya now that they're controlled, now that they've been invested by Insight? Uh, this article is really just kind of conjecture. Um, it doesn't draw any conclusions because there aren't any conclusions to draw yet, but just something to, you know, be on the lookout for, understand that, you know, the software you use <clears throat> has people behind it who have invested in it. Um, and it's just pointing out that, you know, hopefully they, they continue on the same track that they've been doing, but sometimes money talks and things will be changing. So something to look out for. Uh, Next up is an interesting article. Uh, It's it's really lengthy. I'm not going to try to summarize the entire thing. Um, You know, I think that the headline speaks for itself, why the CIA trusts AWS security and why you should consider it too. Um, It talks about the fact in 2013, the CIA signed a huge 10-year deal with Amazon Web Services for their cloud services. Uh, Of course, we know the CIA. (laughs) They're the intelligence organization here in the United States. So, um, you know, they're all about security. Uh, so you know this article really kind of explores, you know, what are some of the cloud security fundamentals? Um, in it, you know, and it goes down through, you know, why did the CIA make this choice and this decision? What are the building blocks from AWS security? Uh, so, you know, if you're if you're using AWS, Amazon S3, any of those types of things, um, or if you're considering it, um, it's just an interesting perspective to take a look at uh, to understand, you know, why some of these large organizations. Uh, do trust Amazon uh, with their data, with their compute, and and all those different types of things. And finally, we've got something humorous. I guess we'll we'll call it. <laughs> um, it th- so this is from Reddit. Uh, but you know, this poster said, "Connected to my client's laptop, and her sex tape was playing. Connected to another client's laptop, and he was watching porn." Uh, so I'm sure this has happened to all of you out there with, you know, all this remote control software. Um, you know, you, you say, hey, I'm going to log in and do something on your system at this date and time. They agree to it. You log in and there's something on the screen that you weren't expecting to see. Uh, so it happens to everybody. Um, as long as it's not illegal, you know, hey, everyone, <laughs> everyone um, you know, has their own thing. But, you know, during business hours and professionalism, being, being what it is, it, it can be a little bit embarrassing. Uh, so now, it being Reddit, of course, there are a number of replies with people talking about what they've done and what they've seen, and all this other type of stuff, pointing out the fact that hey, before you just connect, even if you have set up an appointment, before you connect to someone else's computer, um, just send them a message. Um, you know, do a dialogue real quick, whether it's text or if the the screen control software allows you to do messaging before connecting, you know, try that out before you connect. So just as a gentle reminder to that person that, Hey, someone's going to be logging into your computer. Um, some may not care. Others will say, Oh, give me five minutes. And they, you know, they need to close some stuff out (laughs) before you log in. Uh, so, so that's up with that. Um, again, it's uh, episode 51 with Corey Kirkendall. Um, great episode, great interview, and I will talk to you all next week. Thank you. Hello and welcome. Today I am pleased to be joined by Corey Kirkendall with 5K Technical Services and you're out of the North Dallas Plano area, is that correct? That is correct.
1: Great, Corey.
0: Good to be here today, Doug. Yeah, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what 5K does?
1: Sure, yes. 5K is a full service, managed service firm here in the North Dallas area. Uh, we specialize in in engineering architectural firms, and with uh, and we dabble a little bit in the nonprofit area. We believe that okay. those customers have been really key to us, and be able to provide them a level of IT support that that you know really it really hits them up, and they haven't been able to receive from anybody
0: else. Yeah, and it's a good way to give back to the community as well.
1: Oh no doubt, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I've, I've talked to to several MSPs that you know that's. Whether some it's their sole focus is to focus on nonprofit and others, you know, it's, hey, you know, we we like to, you know, you pick the causes that that mean something to you, you help support them and, uh, you know, it's goodwill all around. That's exactly right. That's one of the reasons why we chose
1: the nonprofits is exactly that, is Mm -hmm. that, you know, those, they always need help on the IT side. And unfortunately, sometimes it's a little bit different, different challenging for those guys. So to be able to come and offer them services has been just truly a blessing for us out here.
0: Great. So what made you get into this crazy world of managed services?
1: <laughs> you know, just a bad day at work, man. You know, just kind of <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> No, you know, for, for me, it was one of those things where, you know, I worked for big companies a while, you know, the Cisco's, the Dell's, the MC's, mm-hmm. and all those guys I always had that bug on the entrepreneurial side and said, hey, I want to go out there and provide some of this enterprise level support that I've been given. Out to the small, medium businesses where they really need that to be able to reach into those, some of those things. Yeah. So I did, came home one day, told my wife, and like, look, you know, we're going to start our own business and we're going to manage service. And she looked at me and said, "What?" <laughs> 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 and uh, and the rest is history. So it's been a it's been an interesting ride. You know, we have our good and bad, but you know, it's, we've seen the market and the whole MSP industry just change mm-hmm. and evolve a, a lot. So um, we're sure we got more changes to come, but it's been fun.
0: Yeah. I was looking at your LinkedIn and uh, you know, there's a possible chance we may have crossed paths at, at some point in, in the past um, just because I'm of who impossible. I worked for and who you worked for. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's one of the things I love too, especially, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking to, to you guys, MSPs, you know, for this, and, and as I'm talking to our customers, you know, the fact that, you know, you're out there supporting the small businesses um, that's, that's the aspect that I really like, um, because being in enterprise software sales for so long, it's nice to not be in enterprise software sales, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I get it. you know, so it, uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely know where you're coming from. Um, so I, I, I don't need to ask if you had an IT career first, because you, you already said that you did. Um, and I mean, I guess from, from that career, though, were you pretty technical? Were you on the engineering side or sales marketing side? Where, you know, where did you come from there? Yeah, so I started out on the technical side, you know, went Mm -hmm.
1: through and was really technical, hands on. And then I came to a point in my career where I had to say, all right, was I going to stay technical and go towards the distinguished engineers track or go into management? So I chose the Mm -hmm. management track and uh, back into my career in the larger companies, I was more on on the director, you know, those type of side um okay. which gave me a good balance right so i have a good hands-on understanding the technical and getting the weeds when i want to mm-hmm. but then also know how to just manage it and just come at it from a business level which has been really good so you know, sometimes we find that that issue of getting too technical and in the woods too fast and you lose yep. the customer but then, you know, really understand and show them the value because we manage big budgets. We understand costs. We understand return on investment. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a little bit easier to go out there and sell because you can speak the customer's language.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you know, because I, like I said, I've I've had some experience in in that arena as well. And you know, and I know a lot of MSPs that I talk to, you know. They just they jumped right into this out of out of high school sometimes right and so yeah um, they don't always have that that background that that really helps in in the business side um, especially sales and marketing um, no doubt. You know, I, I know that's where a lot of MSPs are, are looking for some help <laughs> <laughs> that is that is always the case it's always the case <laughs> so when you started out did you start out doing break fix or did you just jump right into to doing the managed.
1: You know, that was one of the things I made a conscious effort not to, to jump into the break fix area. I just mm-hmm. didn't see anything about it that, that would make I thought it was gonna make my life <laughs> miserable. So yeah. I said, you know what, I'm gonna go after and charge after the managed services side and stick there. We also decided made a conscious decision that we were not gonna do anything residential, no B to C, no consumers, right? So all B 2 B. Right. So I think, you know, the only reason I'm still in it is because I've made that decision for break fix and not mm-hmm. to deal with consumers. Yeah. That was, that was it. Okay.
0: Um, and then you, you mentioned you specialize mostly in like architectural firms, professional services type organizations. Yep. Um, do they have any like specific unique needs or, you know, is it.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> one of the reasons why we chose the architectural firm is because when they, they rely and, on their computer systems one hundred percent. Yeah. So when they need up they call it screen times, right? As long as they're up, they're working on a drawing, they're working on their billing and getting and, and being able to service the customer. Mm-hmm. So they always got the biggest, best machines out there. So we spend a lot of time <laughs> on hardware. They understand what that means. A lot of graphic cards. And yeah. then we work with our partners like, you know, SolidWorks as, as well as AutoCAD and those guys to make sure mm-hmm. that they're getting what they need to get done. So between moving large data files using powerful machines and understanding the value of technology and stand above in front of it. That's the ideal customer for us that I don't have to do much preaching. You know, it just kind of says, Hey, let me set the roadmap and we just continue down that path.
0: Yeah. And I I would imagine special architectural firms, they, like you said, they understand the importance of technology because that's, you know, their jobs depend on it. Um, And exactly. Everything's moved digital. So um, they're probably not afraid to spend a little bit on technology once in a while. No, not at all. Not at all. You know, and, you know, what's also
1: key is, you know, when we bring them in, you know, one of the things that we've learned with those guys is we actually taught them how to leverage their technology as a selling point. It's all part of their their marketing out there as well. So when they go up against large bids and other things, they can brag about how they're taking care of their technology, how they're securing their technology and how they stay in front of it. So that's what's been really cool
0: for them. So it's a win-win for both. Okay. Now... In terms of attracting new customers, do you do you guys advertise, or you just rely on referrals? How, you know, that's the marketing part, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of referrals, but we do spend a lot of time. You know,
1: now this year I got more into social media, getting out there on LinkedIn okay. or Facebook posts, getting mm-hmm. my blog, continue to do those type of things. We do do some world shows, so we go where they are. So we're at okay. the architectural conventions, we're at their shows, we're out there. Um, doing things we do some lunch and learns as well. So where we bring yeah. them in and say, you know, here's what we're doing Here's how you do it. And here's how we continue to make it better And then we do a lot of JV partners. So those who are in so we're out there with the SolidWorks, We're out there with the Dale's the Lenovo's yeah. all those guys who have been certified to be in that area that certified mm-hmm. with those products we spend a lot of time together going out there because We're their channel, right? So we're there yeah. in front of them. So they need us to go out there They don't want to deal with the end customer. So they <laughs> leave that to us and we don't mind that. So that's been good.
0: Yeah. And they, they probably help you with and marketing spend in, in some areas as, as well. I'm guessing. Exactly. So learn how to tap into those MDF funds, Yep,
1: which has been really good. So when they come in, you know, we go to the nice steak houses or nice places and they bring all <laughs> the swag and you know, we, 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 we have a good time and, and really show them a good time out there.
0: Yeah. i I've, I've, you know, I've, I've it's been brought up multiple times, um, on the podcast, you know, and I, cause you know, coming, you know, from a vendor, um, you know, take advantage of those marketing development funds, MDF, because your vendors, you know, they're, they're, they want, they're, they're successful if you're successful. So they're going to, you know, they're going to help you make business, you know, build business as well. So, you know, and you obviously know that coming from the world you came from. So, you know, you
1: know, I live by that motto, man. If you don't ask, you don't get, So you know, coming up with a unique thing and really have a good plan makes it really simple to get those funds and, and makes it beneficial that we can follow up, have a true plan and it just works well. So we right. We both benefit in the end.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, so thinking about, um, services and, you know, like you, you know, you, you jumped from, you know, kind of the corporate world into your own business and, and doing it. Um, and how long ago was that? So back 2006. Okay. So knowing what you know now, um, yeah. You know, if someone else is looking to make the jump, what kind of advice do you have for someone just getting started?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, when I started, man, you know, it was it was different. We didn't have all the tools and things that are out mm-hmm. there today, man. We had to do a lot of stuff, manual, a lot of scripting, a lot of hard yeah. work, and a lot of things, right? Today, when they got so many tools out there that an MSP can come out and and, and look this big – you know, in a matter of <laughs> seconds, right? One guy can look like he's you know, 4,000 people. But, you know, yeah. uh, what I would say is, is pick the right tools. Pick the right platform and, and know what your product base is going to look like and your offering is going to look like. And yeah. I, it always starts with the tools, man. Pick your right PSA. Pick your right RMM. Pick everything it does and make sure you got tight integrations between those. One of the things we do is, you know, we're a ConnectWise shop, so everything revolves around ConnectWise. No integration. I don't care how sexy you are, how good it is, (laughs) how sweet it is. If it doesn't integrate into ConnectWise, you don't even get a shot with us, not even work our time. And (laughs) and that's just the way it is because I I can't, you know, I can't have my guys doing swivel chair all the time. It just doesn't work. Things will fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. Um, And then looking at your product stack, making sure that, you got, and there's some base stuff that is just table stakes. Don't come right. out there and be like, Hey, we got antivirus. they be like, yeah, so everybody got, it. you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta raise above, raise above that. Right. And, and yeah. really understand how that looks. Cause a lot of stuff, you know, that was, you know, I remember back in 2006, we were bragging cause we had antivirus and backup <laughs> and spam and all that good stuff. And now that's like, that's minimum. That's in the, that's in the yeah. base.
0: Right. Yeah. You and need, you need an automated monitor. Automated, monitored, twenty-four hour threat protection. Now, or so you know, it's it's not viruses; it's malware, (laughs) all those things. (laughs) You got to come up
1: with a new word. Yes, (laughs) exactly right. Yeah.
0: So you know, it's been what thirteen years now that you've been doing this. um, You know, and 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 you came from a different world. What do you love about being in services? What what's your what's your favorite part? It's it's working with the customers. You know, seeing a
1: problem. And, and seeing them grow and, and seeing it go through that process. When mm-hmm. I, we you know we get, you know, when we have customers that really engage with us and really follow the plan that we put out, I man, it's a beautiful thing just to see it kind of work through. And being truly part of their team, not just saying we're your technology partner, but really being in there and, you know, feet on the ground and actually see their business growing and and knowing that technology had a big part on that. That's that's huge for me.
0: Okay. Now, do you, is that like something you offer like BCIO? I mean, do you, do you have it, do you give it a name or do you just, it's just, just yeah. part of who you guys are?
1: Yeah, we do the BCIO thing, you know, so we mm-hmm. go out there, spend a lot of time with them. So, so we're truly in that piece of trying to help them understand how to navigate and, and keep their technology above. You know, we actually, one of the things that's, that's tough is that those who don't follow our plan, we really find a way to, to to not allow them to be our customers anymore, yeah because it's very difficult because you're going to end up at a place where oh oh, that server died, well you're at the seventh year, you yeah. know it's going to happen right yeah yeah,
0: yeah we, we we told you two years ago you need to replace it, and you didn't so <laughs> yeah, yep. and now it's locked up, it's down it's over, right yeah yeah so what's the worst thing about being in services?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I tell my guys and I tell everybody around here, and, you know, we just went through a round of interviews and tell them, I said, nobody calls us up and says, hey, Corey, it's a great day outside. want to call you, <laughs> tell you hi, and I love you, right? <laughs> if your phone is ringing, there's something to hit the fan on the other side, right? Yeah. You know, and that's that's the pieces, you know, those pieces that come in. But that turns around good when we when we say, great, we understand what's going on then we work through the situation to do it I tell them all the time I say we're not perfect something is going to happen but we're going to be there to the end to to make sure we get it right and take it through I think that's what's really good for those for
0: the, for the customers to hear okay. and to
1: understand and experience yeah
0: yeah so do you do you consider yourself as part of the MSP community whether it's through peer groups or you know online and groups no and different groups and those types of things we do yeah
1: so we we definitely do. And, you know, and even kind of ad hoc, you know, I spend a lot of time with other MSPs
0: mm-hmm. from
1: all across between going to, the, we're member of the ASCII group, so okay. we understand that piece. We're members, you know, uh, spend a lot of time on CompTIA. I actually sit on the Managed Service Executive Council because we want to spend okay. some time. So I'm at Channel Con or, or, you know, the member forum, those type of things. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really enjoy that because, you know, right, wrong and different, we all either at this place just coming out of this place or about to go in that place. Yeah. And so it's good about sharing that information. I don't believe there's a such thing as competition. It's it's a, let's figure out how to help each other mm-hmm. to make it better because what we're also finding, what I see a lot is, is because people who don't play in that realm and kind of handle it all, they give MSPs kind of a bad name. When something fails, then it is very difficult for that customer to ever trust or, or want an outsource piece. So try yeah. to make sure that nobody drops the ball. And so if I can help you partner and help you with that mm-hmm. or just provide some advice, that, that's a win for all of us.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I think too, like you said, you know, the the ones who just try to go it alone and, and those types of things, you know, when they run into an issue, you know, they don't have anyone to turn to. Right. Because, no. you know, they're like, I don't need you. And no. guess what? Now they're, now they're all alone versus, you know, working with others and sharing information. Now all of a sudden you've got an issue come up, you've got places to go to ask people for help. Um, and they're happy yeah. to help because you've helped them sometimes. So it's it's a give 100%. and take. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. And you know, and sometimes you just hit that rut, man. Where you're like, I just need to bounce this off of somebody. Yep. And that's what's really cool, man, because it's like. It's something so easy, but you didn't overthink it because <laughs> you're so close to it.
0: Yeah, and it gets
1: you in trouble, man. So it's great when I pick up the phone and be like, "Look, guys, I know this might be stupid, but I got to ask you this question." Like, "Oh yeah, I hit that like a, like six months ago. Here's how you do it." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that works!"
0: Yeah. Did you try rebooting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so, switching gears a little bit and thinking about technology. Um, and it's you, you know, if it's technology you know that you use in your business or consumer tech you know that's not related to your business, what technologies are you most excited about? Either you know that's here now or, or, or yeah. promised to be coming soon. You know, we, <laughs> my wife would tell me
1: I'm I'm all over this IoT thing, man. My whole house yeah. is like saying <laughs> Ring doorbell and the lights coming <laughs> on and off and Alexa all over the place. I and mean, she's like, man, one day we're just going to get trapped in the house and she ain't going to let us out. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so so I, I'm really intrigued by IoT for many things, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, is is how the whole automation and connectivity comes, right? It's 100% connected. Everything is going to be there So your cars yep. are already there. You know, my wife's car the other day sent us an email saying it's time to be serviced. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, You know, going down that path, but then it also opens up a whole nother avenue of of things for us as far as security and some other stuff, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like, hey, get this cool, sexy product out there, but the piece on the security side is really not there yet. So it's also intriguing for us, right? And as our customers adopt these they don't think of them as I as IT issues right because it's yep. a light bulb hey that's that's maintenance right <laughs> Why do I got to tell the IT guy uh, you know those type of things LEDs and thermostats It's like hey that's yep. that's operations that's not IT yep. you know so really and, and I saw this transformation when I was at Cisco is when you had the telephony the voice over IP guys and the IP guys coming together yeah the first time they hated each other right nobody was over mm-hmm. there you had your closet and you had your closet <laughs> And now we can see that same thing from management, operations, building maintenance, and IT coming together, and it's the same deal. Like, you yeah. don't touch my lights, I don't touch your <laughs> network, right? But now it's like you know, lights is on my network. So we got to figure out what's going on. Yeah,
0: yeah, figure out figure out how to work together. It, you know, you 100%. talk about home automation. That's um, I'm actually building in the process of building a house, and so okay. I'm going in the next couple of days to meet with the folks that do control four, which is one of the home automation yeah. systems. Yeah. And so I'm like, I've been doing a little bit of research on it and it's just kind of like, I, I don't know, you know, cause it's, it's, it seems like once you get it in there, then to make any changes, it's, it's not necessarily an open system. You gotta, you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to go down this path or not. So I'm going to go meet with them, see what they have to say. Cause it could be cool to have, you know, that single point of control, you know, for everything. Um, yep. and, and have a truly smart home, but we'll we'll see where that goes. <laughs> yeah, I like to play too much, so you can't if you close it down. It's not for me, right? I know, and that, that, know, that's that what makes... I'm thinking too. It's so yeah.
1: Well,
0: if yeah. if I can't program it myself or do things, and I have to call tech to do it, then it's not going to be for me. So, hundred <laughs> percent. Hey, if the TV don't work
1: for a couple of weeks, you know, because I'm messing with something, it didn't work well for me. That's the fun <laughs> part, right? Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, so. You know, thinking about IoT and, and what you're excited about there, is that also what worries you most or are, you, are there other things that, that uh, worry you in the technology space?
1: <laughs> you know, I think what, what all IMSPs are worried about most right now is the whole cybersecurity and and just being protected from that perspective. Not only from mm-hmm. the customer's perspective, but also ourselves. Um, yeah. And then that IoT drives right into that because, you know, you got this nice Secure network, firewalls, everything in place, and then I drop this Alexa in the minute, and boom, there's a hole right in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So, so those type of things, so those kind of things keep us up at night, keeps me up at night, yeah. to wonder, like, you know, hey, are we doing the right thing? Do we make sure we close up the holes, we got the security posture, and where it needs to get done, and are we actively being in front of our customers to mm-hmm. drive those things and what's important right? Not sitting back waiting for something to happen, but being yeah. really into it and proactive about it.
0: So do you, do you offer, do you do like training and that type of stuff for, for we your do. customers to make sure that they go through that and understand, you know, what phishing is. And, yeah. That's, yeah. it's important. You
1: gotta have <laughs> it, man. You gotta have it. You know, you'd be surprised, man. You know, little Mary at the front desk, she was never trained on what the computer does. She just knows to get on, turn it on and start typing. You yeah. know, email comes in from the boss that says, Hey, Go buy me 40 iTunes gift cards and an email
0: us to me. Okay. <laughs> Done. Right? Yep. 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 And so. then, it's,
1: then it's too late at that point.
0: Yep. So, yep. all right. So, we're coming up towards the end here and it's time for our rapid fire round. Okay. This is easy. It's all six, right. quest- six questions. It's meant okay. to be fun. Just, you know, the first answer that comes in your head, uh, don't overthink it. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Apple or Android? Apple. Okay. Mac, Linux, or Windows? Mac. Amazon, Azure, or something else? Amazon. Okay. Local backups, cloud, or both? Both. Okay. Should you always virtualize? Yes or no? Depends on the application. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then finally, even though you haven't done break fix, uh, which is worse, printer support or vendor cold calls?
1: <laughs> vendor cold calls by far. Really? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> it, 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 I, always, I always think somebody's going to go, you know, with printer, you know, printer support, and then you, you surprise me with vendor cold calls. Because you, you used to be a vendor, right? <laughs> I know. I know, man. It's, it's,
1: it's tough, man. There's so much, man. So like you get into information overload because there's so much going on. It's like, oh my gosh, these cold calls are not going to be going to be good. And you know, sometimes you'll hit a, a diamond in a rough, man, and that's worth yeah. the time. But yeah, that's
0: yeah, great. No, cool. Definitely okay. So you know, that's we're getting close to the end of our time here. Before we go, what other words of advice or wisdom do you want to impart here for our audience before we go? Yeah, I would say, you know, build a team,
1: especially being a CEO of the company and things from that perspective. You know, we have not a lot of people to be accountable to because we're sitting at the top.
0: Mm-hmm. I would
1: say also build your team of accountability partners, your mentors, so that you have somebody to be accountable to as well. And I think that's huge for that perspective. Um, they're there to help. They they're, they have been, been invaluable for me because they allow yeah. me to go back to talk about HR, talk about tools talk about things that are just kind of outside of the msp because it's, it's not just the technical side right yeah it's managing people managing relationships and doing those things find out where you need your strengths are and things where you need to pull back and then really go down that path so i would say definitely get into a peer group or get around a group of like-minded people
0: mm-hmm.
1: and 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 really share and and have them help you become accountable
0: great corey it's been great having you as a guest i really appreciate it um and uh, I'm, hopefully I'll, I'll see you out there one of these days. I, I, we may have met at ASCII in Dallas a couple of weeks ago. We did. I did. We did. Yes. We did. I was there. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been great having you on. Same, Doug. You take care, man. All right. You have a great day. All right.